hits you with Rudy Giuliani introducing a second Russian meeting uh, yesterday, just out of nowhere, which seemed to catch the, uh, the, the, the Fox guests by surprise. And then he said, but it never happened, exactly. which is weird. <laughs> right. He identified everybody who was there and made clear it had not happened. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. And I quote, have several issues to resolve with you. Joe, for instance, won't take very long for you to read and it'll get your attention. Exactly how would you feel if all your loved ones or good friends will witness you taking care of yourself? How would they really feel? See where I'm going with this? You mean like watching your blood pressure and eating right? No. I infected particular adult porn websites with my malware. So at this point, I have a video clip of you doing your stuff. In a film, <laughs> then it's, it becomes rather frank in its verbiage, and I will distribute this to the world if you don't pay me off is the long and short of it. It's, uh, it's a recent and chilling, insidious phishing scam. And to talk about this scam. Should you get that in email form? Right, or? exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a blackmail. Hmm. Uh, blackmail email. To talk about this and uh, other similar scams and how you can avoid them, we've invited... A uh, longtime friend of, of the station and the show, Larry Pyland, who is the CEO and owner of Daytel Systems Incorporated, a networking solutions provider, uh, to join us and talk about this. Larry, how are you, sir? Uh, good morning. Doing well. Thank it, you. It's also worth noting that Larry has hosted a, uh, a, a computer talk radio show for many, many years and, and is pretty good at making this stuff understandable. So, uh, uh, listen, are we living in the heyday of getting ripped off via email? Oh, we are. It's, it's all day long. They they want you. They want to uh, exploit uh, your passwords. They want to uh, uh, act like they know you to get you to divulge information that they can use against you. And we understand it happens more than we're even aware of. Can you explain why? Well, they are out there farming all the time for email addresses or exploited sites that they can get information from. And so it's not like they singled you out. You're one of millions that are being targeted by someone who is, anytime you have an email address out there, let's say on a forum, or you sign up for something that divulges your email address, you're going to go on their list. And so you're going to get their phishing scam. Um, So it's not like they saw your picture and said, oh, hey, um, I want to go after this. No, you're just, you're just, you're in the crowd. But we, we understand filters uh, catch a lot of this stuff that we might not see. They do, and we run a, a spam filter here, as well as I use some uh, things like Gmail or Hotmail or you know some of the other ones. And Google's actually got a pretty good filtering scheme on their Gmail. And if you ever go into your spam uh, email box within your Gmail, you can see all the emails you don't that don't yeah. make it into your regular box. I do that with my. I'm a Yahoo email guy, mm-hmm. but I go into my spam thing fairly regularly because a lot of emails that I want end up in there, so I check it like once a week. But there's sure. hundreds and hundreds of the "Hey baby, you want to have sex?" emails that luckily the, the the filter filters out. Does anybody ever actually click on those? Those people deserve to have their stuff stolen. <laughs> Unfortunately, they do because there's a lot of. Um, Lonely people out there, and they really target... And stupid. you got to be lonely and stupid. Maybe you're lonely because nobody want to hang around somebody so stupid. Oh, now, wait, wait. Larry, I apologize for this. This is, uh, this is unprofessional. Uh, but I've actually heard, Larry, that, uh, that the whole Nigerian prince thing, the scammers are intentionally a little out there because anybody who'll go for that is a really good prospect. 
If it was super skillful, they might get too broad a group of people who who would realize, wait a minute, something's going on. Have you ever heard that theory? No, that's possible. I have not heard that one. Uh, Generally, uh, since English is not their main language, a lot of these scams, if you read them, they're intentionally over polite. They use words like kindly. That's a key word right there. Um, And they are way too, like I said, way too formal. Um, we, I just looked in my email right now and one that got through the filter was allegedly from a buyer at a very large corporation wanting to buy a bunch of laptops. And, uh, this one isn't sexually related, but I get these all day long. Yeah. I'm, I'm not worried about me clicking on something that says, uh, you know, something kind of generic has that form letter sound Mm. to it or whatever. What worries me is somebody you know, getting an email from somebody I know it looks like and being fooled that way. Well, that's really common on Facebook. Now, Facebook, uh, a lot of these things happen through Facebook, and you'll get a friend request from somebody you know. And you think, wait a minute, yeah. I'm already friends with them. Maybe they redid their account. Um, no. Uh, you should go and look at their original account. Let them know that somebody's using their profile and going out there and trying to capture new friends. Uh, I get them from girls all the time, allegedly girls, um, because they think I'm so cute. And they, <laughs> they want to friend me. And you can tell pretty easily if you go to their profile page, there's like three pictures. The account's brand new. And all the other friends are older gentlemen, you know, over 50. And so you're thinking, okay. Right. This this is totally fake. It's pretty easy to tell if you just t- take a breath for a second and then block them and report them, because then Facebook will remove them pretty quick. Um, w- one other one, and then I want to get to the what happens when you click on them. But uh, a one that I I think I did fall for for once because you get if you're if you're um uh, if you're on eBay if you're on Amazon if you're on PayPal if you use any of those you get emails from those companies you legitimately do. But I I got an email one time from from eBay and I clicked on it and it was not eBay. It looked exactly like the eBay emails. So they're they're yeah. good at that. But when you click on them, then what happens to you? What what do they get out of it? Sure. So a couple of things on that. Uh, e- eBay or Microsoft, or none of those companies are ever going to send you an email asking you to redo your login or your password. It's not going to happen. But you get a ton of fake ones like that. Now, one thing you can do is look at the return address. Um, so it, it'll say, um, I'm looking at a legit email from a car company. Uh, but if, if you look at the email address, in Outlook, you can double-click on it and look and see what the actual send email address is, because they can say their email address is anything in the text, but underneath, you can find out where it really came from. Uh, Gmail, you can do the same thing. And so don't look at where it might say um, woot.com, for example. Uh, Look underneath, or double-click on it, and find out where it's really coming from. It's easy to do. Second thing is, if, if it's a link within an email, click here. Those links and those texts are not where it's going to. And so if it says, here, I'll take you to the uh, eBay mm, security website or something, if you hover over it, it will tell you what that text is representing and where it's going to take you. And generally, it will be some odd uh, with a bunch of hash marks and numbers and letters uh, that have nothing to do right. with eBay. 
And so you know right then and there, well, this is totally phony. Yeah, I got to admit, I do it out of laziness now and then. Like, I'm, I'm busy. I got a bunch of stuff to do. I got an email mm-hmm. from, I don't know, to be a good example, Southwest Airlines or something like that, um, uh, about your flight. And I think, is this real or not? I'm in a hurry. I'll click on it and hope it's real. Yeah. Um, uh, but I know that's how they got into Hillary Clinton's email server. That it was that exact thing. Somebody somebody clicked on something and then they're in. And similar with the NSA, wasn't it? It was simple spear phishing. Yeah. And when you go there, these sites either start to attack you right away by trying to send malicious code, or they ask you questions to get you to divulge. Well, we need this is a security team, and we need to redo your login and password. Yeah, and then you just handed the keys to them. Yeah, yeah, I've never done that, luckily. I got, I've got i gotten a couple of voicemails in recent days, all from different states. I got one from New York, from Iowa, and from Virginia, a voicemail. And the voicemail is, um, uh, if you're somebody in your family is using uh, Microsoft Windows, well, that would apply to most families in the country, right? Sure. And uh, your computer has been compromised, all your credential information, please call this number, and then you can, you know, just click on the number to call that number. I assume that's some sort of phishing thing. Totally fishing. I know a couple of people, el- elderly people, that were actually victims of that because they actually called them and they answered the phone, and they, the person on the other end of the phone represented themselves as Microsoft and said, we're detecting unusual activity. We need to log into your computer. And they would let them, give them remote access, and then it's over. Then they install uh, things on your computer to encrypt everything, and then you have to pay them to unencrypt your computer. Wow. And um, wow. it, it, people fall for it. And generally people that are unfamiliar with computers or their older computer users in their 70s or 80s, and they're used to trusting people. Hey, yeah. Getting back to the original one that we mentioned. So there are emails going out to people, and I, partic- I suppose this would be men mostly that it would work on, saying, we got a video of you wanking it from, mm-hmm. the, from the camera on your laptop. And we're yep. going to put it out there unless you what? What's the scam? They ask for money, or what do they ask for? Money. Either money, or they're going to, well, they want money, and if you don't give them the money, they're going to send it to everybody you know and post it on Facebook and so on. And they, it's invariably Bitcoin, because it's not traceable. And most of the time, they act like they have more than they do to try to scare you. We have your entire list of friends. We're going to send it to everybody. We have this. We have that. Um, and one of, one of the strategies is to act confident and say, I don't care. Do what you're going to do. A lot of times they will just bail on to the next person who's more afraid of them. Mm. Well, and I so, know for a fact that that video doesn't exist, so I'm not worried about it. But if I, there were a video like that of me sending it to my family, it'd be pretty awful. Um, <laughs> I'd be willing well, to write a check to avoid that. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Larry Pyland is on the line. Larry's the CEO and owner of Daytel Systems Incorporated. Uh, any other just... <laughs> just try to picture your mom opening that yeah! up. Huh? What? No, no, I won't. I can't. I will not. Uh, so any <laughs> other important tips for people before we let you go, Larry? Well, as far as the video part goes, cover up your camera on your laptop, notebook, whatever I've heard it is. that so many times and I haven't yet. What well, all you're going to ever get at me is a picture of me staring at the screen unless you think that's worth something. <laughs> Could be someday, but yeah. just just cover it up so that somebody can't do that. Also, you can go into your you know laptop, notebook, whatever, and turn the camera off, but they can turn it on remotely. So just cover it up so that it can't possibly happen. Um, protect your passwords. Change your passwords 
Every once in a while, more often than not. Once in a lifetime, does that qualify as? <laughs> no. <laughs> and and don't make it your name or your dog's name or something. Don't make it too easy for them, but change it once in a while. Hey, how about the um, camera on your phone? Do you have to be as concerned about the camera on your phone? Well, I, don't, I don't ever use a laptop, but I use my phone all day long everywhere I am. Sure. That can be hacked just the same. They even make Should little. You put, do people put tape over the camera on their phone? Is that a thing? Yeah, tape, or they make this little clip that snaps on and covers it. Oh, interesting. I don't worry about my phone too much. They're not going to find see anything interesting. Right. Um, but even some of the big guys. I'd like, be more worried run, about audio with the phone. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that run these large companies like Facebook, they cover up their cameras on their laptops and sometimes on their phones. Mm. Larry Pylan, CEO, owner at Daytel Systems Incorporated. Larry, great to talk to you. We appreciate the insight. Ah, thank you very much. Nice talking to you guys. Thanks. Yeah, now listen, some of you computer experts out there, you're like, what? This was ABC 123. But I'm telling you, people are busy. They go through their day. It doesn't occur to them that the big apps that they use a lot, like eBay, they don't email you. They send you messages within the app. They might give you a message that you have a message within the app, but you got to be super careful. And, you know, the rest of us are busy with our lives. We're not computer experts. Yeah, that. Yeah, the I clicked on an eBay email one time. It looked exactly like the legitimate eBay emails I get. Exactly the same. Um, so I, I don't blame anybody for falling for that. But honest to God, you, you go for the email that says uh, from Washonda lo- looking for love. I'm just tired of all the guys around here, and I want to have Wait sex minute, with somebody really? like you. You click wow. on that, you should have your home taken and all your stuff. I don't blame you, baby. And you guys be, where you are are dead. And you should be taken Man care of it. by the state, because you're losers. a moron. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> This I'll, could, I'll this could right be now. love. No, we got we got to take a break. But yes, um, yeah. So, some of them are. I mean, are just really looking for the dumbest of the dumb. So there's everything between that and the fairly sophisticated stuff. Sure. <laughs> um, if, you, if there's a great one that you've fallen for that we didn't mention, our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC four one five two nine five KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Can you see my privates? Can you, can you? Can you see my privates? Can you, can you? Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. In California. Folder for my Yahoo email account, and it's hundreds and hundreds of these. Is it time for me to give up on dating? I'm just looking for a funny guy who wants to have sex. Joe, wait a minute. Click here if you want to have sex with me or whatever. And just, you know, on the one hand, uh, I think, well, they wouldn't be sending these out if it didn't work sometimes. On sure. the other hand, you could send out a gazillion of them. It doesn't cost you anything. Exactly. You just set up your computer to send them out endlessly. It's not like you're sending a salesperson to somebody's house. But no. anybody that's going to click on that, I'm not sure there are any number of warnings or anything that's going to help them. I mean, cause, because you're going to get you're going to get that sort of thing walking down the street or whatever. You're just doomed to be ripped off. I'm afraid. Yeah, probably. Um, so Rudy Giuliani was making the rounds yesterday on all the cable shows. Was there a particular reason he was making the rounds? Just decided to go on every show that existed? He spent all day Sunday and Monday talking to whoever wanted to interview him. He's fulfilling his duties as a human smoke bomb. 
Yeah, well, that is true. <laughs> well, there is there, yeah, pretty well characterized there. Yeah, there is some of that. Just throw out a whole bunch of stuff. But he was on outnumbered yesterday when he when he he, he introduced a new topic. Outnumbered is the show where they have a bunch of chicks in short skirts. And one dude sitting in the middle. And they have the camera down on the floor, so the focus is their 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 legs and everything. But don't be misled, it's unwatchable. <laughs> anyway, Rudy's on that show. In that meeting at Trump Tower, there has been a question because of Michael Cohen now saying that he was willing to go on the record with Russia investigation head Robert Mueller to say that the president knew that that meeting was going to take place. And what we heard you say today was that the president was not at that meeting. That actually (laughs) takes on a question that had not been asked or even suggested. So why did you say that? Because there are two different meetings one of which has uh, leaked out, and the other of which has been given to three reporters, and Jay Seko and I have been successful, I think, in beating it back. So let me take you through it. Uh, the day of the meeting with the Russians, Cohen has said, now he's, he's leaked it, so we're not even sure he said it. Somebody said it for him through a reporter. He said that uh, he, he was in President Trump's office, Donald Trump Jr. walked in and told him about the Russian meeting. That is categorically untrue. Did not happen. Two witnesses demonstrate that. He has talked about this endlessly on those 193 unique, 183 unique recordings, and he never mentions it at all. He would have if it had anything to do with okay, anything. Okay, so to, 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 to straighten this out for you, because wow, you've got to listen hard. Yeah, he did this on a couple of shows. So he went on a show before this, obviously, uh, where it originated. And said, now there's a second meeting that you're going to hear about in which supposedly Manafort, Trump, and he lists off a bunch of people that were in the room for the meeting. And he says, that never happened. That meeting never happened. Well, then why are you telling us about it? Um, But so apparently what's going on is it's going to come out and they were trying to get out ahead of it. Because Cohen is leaking it. Somebody, somebody, I don't know. You'd have to ask uh, Rudy. Somebody is about to start the story that there was a second meeting with those participants. And so Rudy decided it'd be better for him to introduce that meeting than for it to come out some other way. And then they re, re, refute it, I guess. Or he's completely crazy. Well, his sentence structure was so fractured, I could hardly follow what the hell he was talking about. Not to mention the, the context, which is a little confusing. But that's uh, so. Be like going home to your wife and saying, now you're going to hear a story about me having an affair. Her name is Linda, Linda Johnson. People are going to say we met at Applebee's, then we went to her house. <coughs> None of that ever happened. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be... It's a little odd. <laughs> Does that make you in a better position or not? I don't know. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? A high drama unfolding at the trial of Donald Trump's former campaign manager, at least according to media reports. And we've got shockwaves rolling through Hollywood over the charges leveled against the network mogul. Stories coming up. Okay, we'll have to go a little deeper on that Rudy strategy. I don't know what's going on there. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey. about we got this text just had one yesterday a phishing email they had gotten to do it a friend's email and they sent me an email with the thread of a previous email from that friend oh boy so you know it's kind of a weird thing and you look below and it's a continuation of a conversation you've been having with somebody you converse with that's rough man but they were asking for something really weird and out of character would you would you we're traveling would you buy 
an iTunes card, take a picture of it, then scrap, scratch off the PIN number and take a picture of that. You know, it's just not something most yeah. of your friends would ask for. No kidding. Yeah. Um, but still, it'd be, you know, pretty easy to get sucked in when it's part of an old thread. Yeah. That's wow. scary, that stuff. And that's only going to get better, better on their end. On our other topic of uh, the Russia investigation and, and the rest of it, Rudy Giuliani rambling incoherently on various news channels, apparently, well, either intentionally or not. I just had a brilliant idea. This might be my best idea ever. So you've got this at least six-way shouting match going on. Is it about meddling? Is it about collusion? Is it about the legitimacy of Trump's election? That's the way he sees it every day. But Strzok and Page and Bias and Witch Hunt and the rest of it. Here's my brilliant idea. In his spare time, Robert Mueller actually begins to persecute witches. He goes on an actual witch hunt. So that every time Trump makes reference to the witch hunt, people aren't sure if they mean... The Russian investigation or the actual persecution of wickets. Then does Mueller find India, you think? I, I think that would be a masterstroke mm. by Mueller. Mm. That'll be the next move. News in now. this six-dimensional chess match <laughs> of Moving stupid. in on Wiccans. <laughs> She's a witch. You. Here's Marshall Phillips. Well, jury selection's underway in the criminal trial of Paul Manafort. Manafort's pleaded not guilty to a number of counts of bank and tax fraud and failure to file reports on foreign financial accounts. The Associated Press painting a dramatic picture of Manafort's day in court, writing, Two questions loom large as Paul Manafort prepares to walk into a federal courtroom. Will Donald Trump's former campaign chairman spend what effectively could be the rest of his life in prison? Or will special counsel Robert Mueller be handed a defeat in his team's first trial since his appointment more than a year ago. Does anybody care about Mueller? I mean, uh, uh, Manafort? He seems to be guilty as hell. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's I, I guilty. He should go to jail. He seems like a career criminal or whatever, but it doesn't have anything to do with the Russian collusion thing. I think what's important here is that the despots of the world understand, with Paul Manafort behind bars, uh, you need an able spokesman. And I, Joe Getty, I think you'll find, will be an eloquent apologist for your sins. <laughs> so all of the Russian oligarchs out there, all of the... Yes. African presidents for life who might be listening to the Armstrong and Getty show. I stand ready to serve you for mm, in the 10 to $40 million range. Trial balloon launched and then promptly deflated. President Trump was saying he'd be willing to meet with the Iranian president, Hassan Rouhani, and do so without any conditions. I do believe that they will probably end up wanting to meet, and I'm ready to meet anytime they want to. And I don't do that from strength or from weakness. I think it's an appropriate thing to do. Well, Rouhani's advisors promptly uh, responded, saying, no, we don't have any interest in uh, having such a meeting. Uh, Trump would have to show, quote, respect for the great nation of Iran and promise a return to the nuclear deal that he pulled the U.S. out of earlier this year. Womp, womp, womp. Movie Pass. That's the service that allows subscribers to see multiple movies at the theater for one recurring fee is now scaling back its services I'll always love you, MoviePass. Subscribers now will not be able to get into some of the biggest releases as users found out over the weekend when they were shut out of Mission Impossible Fallout. So is it just as simple as the math didn't work out? Oh, yeah, they were going broke. <laughs> well, were that was, it too much. You know, that was, it was an Amazon-like plan 
we're going to run up huge amounts of debt. We're not going to make a profit, but we are going to rule the world. And then slowly but surely, we'll move to a profit model. So but, uh, too slowly and not surely did they move. There's a couple things that really seem to stumble them up. Initially, they did the same thing that all apps do. They were planning on monetizing some of the data, right? Like tracking what restaurants you went to after the movie. Oh, that, they really? kind of figured out about that early. And so they kind of put the quash on that. And then they were really expecting that once they showed theaters how many people they're bringing into their chains, that the theaters would then start to do business with them, maybe give them a break on the price tickets, things like that. Mm -hmm. And the theaters absolutely did not do that. There's maybe one that entered into a partnership, but everyone else played hardball with them. Hmm. CBS Chief Executive Les Moonves survived Monday's meeting of the CBS Board of Directors. The company declined to take any immediate action against him following the publication of sexual uh, misconduct allegations by six women in The New Yorker. The board was considering whether he should continue to run the company while it investigates the claims, but they have held off on making any such move as to suspend him. If this had happened a year ago, he wouldn't have survived it happening now when people are kind of over that story because that's the way human nature seems to work yeah he's got a much better chance well and he's a superpower it's easy to forget that harvey weinstein was not booted out of the weinstein organization immediately nowhere close to that right um and and you know uh, but the because he was at the beginning of it the endless coverage and pressure and speeches oh yeah and there's yeah. just not that with this Les Moonves situation that I'm seeing. There's another variable that even people who acknowledge Weinstein was good at getting movies recognized and such, there was always this, he's a difficult guy, I hate working with him, he's, he's, a, he's a, a pill to deal yeah. with. More and, people like Les Moonves? Yeah, people, mm-hmm. even though they that say helps. this is disappointing, but he was, right. you know, I, they have a, a good working relationship yeah, he's with he's widely, widely liked and respected in the industry, from what I understand. Yeah, one that of the, helps. One of the people who uh, likes uh, Moonves is the CBS Late Night host, Stephen Colbert, who was talking about the situation on his show last night. I don't know what's going to happen, but I do believe in accountability, and not just for politicians you disagree with. Everybody believes in accountability until it's their guy. And make no mistake, Les Moonves is my guy. He hired me to sit in this chair. He stood behind this show while we were struggling to find our voice. Stephen Colbert saying he owes a lot to Les Moonves. That's a wrap. That doesn't mean he gets to pin down women and force himself on them, though. Well, he went on to make that point, but... Marshall has edited it, once again showing his clear anti-Colbert bias. <laughs> That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Oh, squawky. Will the Republican door? Got a text or two from people who have fallen for some of these uh, phishing scams that seem pretty out there to me. And I don't, know, I don't know how we're all going to get wise. As they get better and better and better, I don't know what we're going to do. Right? If they can be my friend saying, sorry, you can't go fishing like we talked about, but an ironic choice of words, but uh, you can help me out with this, and it's not a crazy request. Who knows? Right. A lot of people might fall for it. Well, I did fall for it. What are you going to do? Just not respond to any email you ever get? Exactly. My mom says she has birthday photos from my niece, but I'm not falling oh, for that yes, one. That's what I say. <laughs> What niece? Your niece. (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. I'm an architect. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Late 
A Japanese firm is selling advertising space on commuters' armpits with the idea you put your arm up on that thing while you're riding on the subway and the advertisement is in your armpit and it will be showing it to other people on the subway. <laughs> I don't mean to sound uh, bigoted or anything, but Japan scares me. <laughs> Consistently. <clears throat> I know I'm not talking about giant uh, dinosaur beasts savaging subways. We're talking about various phishing scams and stuff like that, and some of them are uh, you know, hard to spot, and some of them are unbelievably easy to spot, but some people still fall for them, I guess. My mother-in-law's Facebook account was completely mirrored yesterday, and uh, they tried to get my son to send her some money, and that's what made them think it was weird. Mm. That That's out of character, but completely mirrored the Facebook thing, the page. Wow. That would be easy to fall for. I mean, in fact, how do you not fall for it? Yeah. Um, on the whole, we have a video of you wanking it to your computer mm. thing. Unfortunate. Um, my brother's a huge tech and computer guy and fell for the computer wanker scam. He was fairly young at the time and called me in a panic. Um, why haven't they started making computers with little screens that slide over the computer? I, don't know. I mean, the the the... the the camera? The camera. The webcam, yeah. Just seems like an obvious reaction. I think the only rational reaction of that particular scam, which is very widespread, I personally know two people who've gotten it recently. The whole, we saw you looking at porn, we infected the site, we got video of you working it, et cetera, et cetera. The only rational, rational reaction of that threat is to preemptively put out your own video. <laughs> of yourself masturbating. Sort of the Rudy Giuliani plan. I would urge everyone <laughs> listening, men, women alike, uh, to to put out those videos. Exactly. I got you bring it up before they do. <laughs> I don't fact. think we've ever used the camera on our laptop, which we hardly ever use anyway, so it, there's no point in it being I'll Skype available with my... for people to 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 use if somebody infected it to listen in on the family or anything like Yeah, that. I'll Skype now and again with it, but there's no reason not to cover it up with a little something, a little post-it note or something. Um, I came across this postcard, which I'd saved for some reason. When did I get this? How long ago? can't read what the date was. Um, oh, I see who it's addressed to. Jack I Armstrong, I hope when your sons are teens, they kick your elderly ass while your fat wife laughs at your stupid ass bleeding on the floor. Hmm. Have a nice retirement blank hole. Hmm. Get cancer and die. Huh. It's a post, postcard I got. <laughs> I see it's addressed to Jack S. <laughs> yeah. So you want to be a minor celebrity. <laughs> That's nice. Thank you for sending your sentiments along. <laughs> so, uh, man, do we have a lot of this and that little stuff that we could cram in here if we wanted. There's the uh, story of guys trying to steal a shark from an aquarium. I'll be attending one of the great aquariums in the world this weekend. Yep. I doubt there will be shark theft. Where was that aquarium where they stole the shark by? It's Tejas, I believe. I don't have it in front of me, but yeah, they went into Texas. You know, the, you get your big old, uh, like, you can interact with the, you can pet a shark, big pools at your good aquariums, mm-hmm. so or little kids can touch a, a, a starfish or that sort of thing. Well, these guys went in, and uh, <laughs> evidently they had concealed a large bucket in a stroller. They reach down into the interact with the uh, the harmless type of sharks tank. They snatch the thing up. How long was it? It was like three feet long, right? Yeah, it was big. About, yeah three, four feet. Yeah. yeah, they grabbed it. They threw it in a bucket, stuffed it back in the stroller and left with it, hoping to, I don't know, put it in their fish tank at home or something, but they got busted. Security mm-hmm. noticed it. How big a penalty is that? Sh- shark thievery? Mm-hmm. Gosh, I don't know. Is it like horse thievery in the Old West? 
Hang them. You like sharks? They throw you in the shark tank. Ten minutes. See if you last. Of course, having watched Shark Week uh, with my daughter over the last several days, uh, well, over the weekend, really, um, it's pretty clear to me that it's hard to get a shark to bite you. Because they had some real numbskulls messing with sharks. And and the sharks, we kept yelling, bite him! Bite him! Chew on him! Chew off his face! But it never happened. You're like the guy who sent me that postcard. <laughs> a little bit. That's hilarious. Just couldn't get him to do it. God, these guys so had it coming. So, I was looking at, have you seen the picture of this gun you could make somebody made a gun with a 3d printer yeah i've seen a handful of them yeah that's that's wacky looking looks like a toy my son declan used to have well yeah it does look like a toy although toys look so much like real guns as i've talked about i tweeted out pictures before my kids have a foam dart gun since sends these little foam bullets that looks just like the uh, ar-15 that i shot Oh, that's um, a nice toy to give your children. I mean, teach the, them militarism. The magazine loads exactly the same way. I mean, exactly. You load the bullets in the same way. You jam it in there the same way. You cock it the same way. It looks the same, and you go around shooting it. Wow. Sold for years in Colombia and El Salvador. They've now made their way to the United States, training little kids to be gorillas. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what that's all about. That just seems weird, and we got it at Target, I think. Wow. Target, indeed. Huh. Strange. Yeah, back in the day when my kids were little, they were clearly toys. Yeah, I don't know why we would make our guns. Um, I don't even. Uh, did you see this story about what uh, FEMA officials were doing in uh, for years now? Guy who, uh, high up in FEMA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear something about that. So he was hiring. First of all, he got in a position of being able to hire people at FEMA. Yeah, he was the director of personnel, I think. And he hired uh, all his old college buddies, many of whom weren't qualified for the job. But he bypassed. Imagine that in government. He bypassed the uh, the, the requirements and the various steps you're supposed to take in hiring and just hired his old buddies. Then he started hiring hot women that he would meet at bars or whatever. He'd just meet women that were attractive, golf course or whatever, say, hey, you want to come work for FEMA? It pays $80,000 a year or whatever, your government employee, this pension, everything. Sure, I'd like to do that. He'd hire them, and then he would he would put them in the office with his old buddies, and then they would hit on the women. Right. And uh, if that didn't work out, he'd move her to a different branch or office. Maybe for, she'd hit it off with a different buddy. For his different old college buddy, and maybe they'd and he'd been hiring hot women to work with his old college buddies for years. Wow. Without the qualifications or anything like that. Purely to just try to get his buddies to meet hot women. Yeah. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. Un freaking believable. Got away with it for years. An eye, and nobody keeps years an eye on this sort of stuff. This, yeah. And it was well known by a lot of people that that's right. what was was going on. Lots of people complained over years. But Right. Right. Just so little accountability. So a little more potpourri, if you if you will. Here's a nice piece from the Washington Examiner on how Democrats would do well not to pin their hopes and dreams on congressional candidate Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a.k.a. She Guevara, uh, recently elected in the 14th District of uh, New York or something or other. Um, and it catalogs her many, many gaffes. She obviously has very vague ideas on policy and what's actually happening in the government. And 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 the list of gaffes is fairly embarrassing and, and silly. And she obviously has no idea what she's talking about. But I'm a charitable man. And, and, and I would like to point out that 
She was a 28-year-old Marxist bartender and had no idea she would get elected by the wise and benevolent voters of the, uh, the district in which she lives. And so, no, she knows practically nothing about government except for what her Marxist professors taught her in junior college. And she goes around spouting that. And so, yeah, she's going to have to get schooled up pretty quick. Well, on some of that stuff, you could get brought up to speed. I just, I just, oh, yeah, I, I, especially if you have kind of a tight playlist. Yeah. If you know what I mean. You have like three, four things you just hammer all the time and you get, you memorize that stuff. Cause I am, a, I am a believer that if you took 500, not completely at random because I look around me at Walmart, but you take 500 slightly above average people and throw them in as all, all of the Congress people and senators, I think we'd do fine. Uh huh. We might even do better. Yeah. Yeah, here, and they here. wouldn't know a lot of the issues, but they'd get up to speed. You know, if there's only one thing you take away from the Armstrong and Getty show, it's the idea that citizen legislatures, legislators, is not only not a mistake or dangerous, it's exactly what was intended in this country. Oh, they lack experience. We're better off with a professional politician. Uh, no, no, not really. We should try that sometime. Just kind of a lottery. Throw 500 I mean, people in there and see what happens. How- if you really, really, really don't want to do it, we'll let you out of it. We'll pick the next person. But. <laughs> They'd have as good a conversation about immigration, for instance. Yep. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.